Welcome to Profit and Prosper, a podcast for entrepreneurs who are ready to make some money while doing what they love. On this podcast, we're going to pull back the curtain and talk about all things business and money, but I promise you this is not your typical boring numbers talk. I'm your host, Sarah Young, a CPA and CFO with over a decade of experience in finance, business, and leadership. I'm going to share everything I've learned from helping my clients grow more profitable businesses and keep more of what they earn while growing my own successful business along the way. You'll feel empowered and confident that you too can grow your wealth, live a rich life, and have an impact. Stick with me and you might even start to think that finance is fun. Let's dive in. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Profit and Prosper podcast. This is the third episode in my Millionaire CEO series, and I'm really excited to jump in because we are going to be talking about million-dollar money dates. But first, if you haven't listened to the first two episodes, go and check out episodes one and two before you dive into this one because I think those are just important, important to cover. Hopefully, if you listen to the first two episodes, you are on board with the idea of building wealth, building a seven-figure empire. As a female business owner, I just think it's so, so important that we all make more money and build more wealth. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the antidote to feeling overwhelmed or having self-doubt around money. That is probably the, the what holds most people back, most women back from actually doing the things to build wealth is feeling either self-doubt or feeling overwhelmed at all of the moving parts that relate to money in business and in your personal finances. Um, and so the the best way to overcome that is just to start taking very small steps, small steps, learning a little bit more as you go, getting better and better at money stuff over time. And then before you know it, you look up and you've been taking small steps for six months to a year and you're light years ahead of where you were when you started. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. And we're going to start taking small steps with million dollar money dates. Before we jump into what a money date is and what you should be talking about and thinking about in your money dates, I want to remind you that the Millionaire CEO Incubator is opening for applications, and we are going to take a fall 2023 cohort starting in September. So the Incubator is my signature 12-month mastermind and mentorship program for those of you who are high-achieving women business owners currently making anywhere from, I would say, 60K to 200K in annual profits. So you're making good money. And you're like, what do I do next? I want to be able to build wealth. I want to be, be able to retire early or become work optional, but I don't want to sacrifice my life today. I don't want to have to live on a budget or work 60 hours a week. How do I get there? And that's what we're going to do in the incubator. In the incubator, we have three pillars that we cover. One is continuing to scale your business up to optimize the amount of money that you're making and increase your business value. The second pillar is around wealth creation. And so that's what I've been talking about in this podcast episode series. So developing and automating a wealth plan that will ultimately generate passive income to enable you to retire or become work optional in five to 10 years. And the third pillar is embodiment. 
And so this is all of the mindset and energetic stuff that comes with money that's so, so crucial to address. We are going to do coaching and exercises on this year round all the time because this is the stuff that really prevents you from, you know, moving your business and your money forward. Okay. So the application deadline for the incubator for the fall 2023 cohort is September the 10th. After you apply, you are going to have a one-on-one call with me if you are accepted. And we're going to talk about if it's a good fit, what things I would do for you in your business. Um, because it's a really small group. I'm going to keep it intentionally small so that we have, you know, really close, tight relationship between not just you and I, but also with everybody else in the cohort. So the application deadline is September 10th. We're going to have a one-on-one call. And then the kickoff is going to be the week of September 18th. So if you are ready to build seven figures in wealth as a business owner, then go to sarahhyoung.com forward slash incubator, click on the apply now button and submit your application by September 10th, and we'll get started. All right, so let's jump into million dollar money dates. So I'm calling these million dollar money dates because if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard me talk about manifesting and how the longer I'm in business, the more I think manifesting is a thing. There's just too many coincidences that happen for manifestation to not be real, in my opinion. And actually, I'm recording this at the very beginning of August. And for the month of July, I manifested myself within $100. I manifested $12,000 in cash because I needed that because of the business acquisition stuff we have going on. I'm not going to talk about that today, but the reason I bring up manifestation is I think you need to start putting yourself in the mindset of being a millionaire. And that's what I want your money dates to be for. It's not meant to be like a tedious process that you dread, that's boring. A money date is meant to be something that gets you excited, that helps you get clarity, and that helps put you in that mindset of, you know, what would the millionaire version of you be doing and thinking? And I'm going to tell you the millionaire version of you would be taking care of their money with money dates. So I'm going to give you some things to consider and to talk about in your money dates. Inside the Millionaire CEO Incubator, we have six pillars within the wealth portion of the program, and I'm not expecting you to jump in and think about all six of these pillars, but these are the things that I'm thinking about as I'm doing money dates. So those six different areas are your million-dollar wealth map, which helps you understand how much you need to retire, what you'll want to invest in, how much to invest. The second is wealth accumulation. That's where we are going to do the things to automate your money system so you can save and invest on autopilot. The third is financial position tracking and accountability. So this is where we keep track of your progress against your goals and how you are staying on track to your goals without necessarily having a really nitpicky budget because I hate budgets. I don't know about y'all. Number four is risk management. So what are the things you're doing to protect your wealth? Number five is tax hacking. So making sure that you are investing in a tax advantaged way and thinking strategically because I'm going to tell you wealthy people think strategically about taxes or they hire people to help them think strategically about taxes as I think about investing. And then number six is your exit strategy. So thinking strategically about your business, planning for your exit to maximize the value that you get out of your business both now and in the future. As I list out the four questions that I want you to consider in your money dates right now, I I just want you to understand that I am thinking about all six of those different areas as I am considering my overall wealth strategy. 
And so I want you to have those seeds planted in your mind as you have a money date. And under, like when I say take small steps, you're not going to have all six areas covered in the first money date. I just want you to think about where do you need to start? Like what area of your money needs the most work? And start with that one. And then every time you have another money date, we're going to keep tackling the different areas until you have a holistic, comprehensive wealth strategy in place. Before we jump into the four things I want you to consider and cover in your money date, I have three questions that I want to answer before we get in that I'm guessing some or most of you are asking. How often to have these? How does this differ from having a finance date in your business? And then should you involve your partner? So how often to have money dates? I would probably have a time on a regular monthly basis at least to cover money stuff where you are thinking back and reviewing your goals, if not weekly. I don't want you necessarily like in your spreadsheets and in your bank account every single day. And even for some of you, weekly might make you feel a little bit anxious. I want you in there enough so where you're keeping track of things and you feel confident, but it doesn't make you feel anxious, okay? So I would suggest a monthly money date, and maybe there's some things that you check up on on a weekly basis. But let's start with monthly, and we'll make sure that you are going through the four things I'm going to talk about in a second on a monthly basis at least. The second question is, what is different between this money date versus a finance date? Some of you who have been around for a while have probably heard me talk about finance dates. Finance dates are more specific to your business. So we're reviewing your business's financials, thinking about, you know, what's working in your business, what's not, what needs to change. Those can be separate from your money dates or they can be combined because you heard me say last episode it's really going to be hard for you to separate thinking about your wealth strategy from your business strategy. So you can combine them if you want to, but they don't have to be combined because the money date is more on a personal level, like asking personal financial questions. But the things that you cover in your money date might impact the decisions you make in your business. So a finance date is more focus on business versus your mon- your million dollar money dates are for you as the entrepreneur to take care of yourself personally. And the last question is, if you are married or if you're in a relationship, should you involve your partner? The answer is yes, <laughs> resounding yes. I think sometimes money conversations with your partner can be difficult and it's just really important for you to get on the same page with your partner because if you are pulling in opposite directions, with money stuff or really with anything in life, you're just not going to make progress. So I want to make sure like, do you need to sit down and go through the four questions that I'm going to ask for your money date? Go through this with your partner and listen to what they want. Okay, so you can start to build a plan together. And also, if you're like a lot of my clients, you might be deferring this money stuff to your partner because you don't feel qualified to do it. So starting to have these money dates, if your partner is the one who handles all your finances, they might at first be like, why are you asking these questions? But it's so, so important for you to start thinking about money stuff and take control of your own money situation and not giving not giving that power to somebody else. So that's been a lot of intro. Let's get to the four questions I want you to ask yourself on your money date. Question number one is, what is your money for? Really diving into 
What is the purpose of the money that you are making in your business? And if your partner's employed or if they have a business too or whatever the situation is, the money that you make, what is it for? What is it going to do for you in your life? And I want you to get really specific. This is a question I see a lot of people struggle to answer, either because they've never thought in specifics. They just say, you know, I want to hit the next milestone because it'll make me feel good or because they have really big goals and it's kind of scary to even say the things out loud that you want to do. Either way, it's important to start claiming the reason for your money, the reason why you're making money. Because if we go about like, how do we manifest more money? How do we start embodying being a millionaire? You have to take ownership of the money that is coming in the door. So you can get as specific as I want to have this amount of income coming in every year between our W-2 incomes and my business income. If you're married and your partner has a W-2, or maybe it's just, I want to make this much money in my business. And then specifically, what is that going to fund? Is it going to fund doing certain things in your life? Is it going to fund educations for your kids? Or is it going to fund upgraded experiences for you and your family, for you to, you know, give big donations to causes you care about? Like, Really specifically, if you make a crap ton of money and become a millionaire, what is that going to do? Is it going to allow your partner to leave their job? Or is it going to allow you to move out onto a farm in Montana and go off grid? <laughs> like, whatever it is, I want you to write down really specifically what that is for and set these goals of this is how much money I want to have. Because it gives you you know, your end goal. It gives you the direction of where you are going instead of just chasing after the next goal, just constantly being on the hamster wheel. And once you figure out what you want, something that I do that I've had several different mentors and coaches encourage me to do is start writing down in your journal, like on a daily basis in the present tense, what you want. So let's say I want to have a million dollar net worth. My statement that I would write is in the present tense, I have a million dollar net worth, okay? Or if I want my money to fund a foundation, I started a foundation or I am running a foundation for X cause. Whatever that is, start writing that down on a daily basis because you will start to think and act and feel in a way that that person who already has that thing feels and thinks and acts. Okay, so that was question one. What's your money for in very specific terms? Question number two. How much do you need to live today and in the future? This is another question that a surprising number of people cannot answer. And I want you to be really clear on how much money you need to live off of for you and your family right now today on a monthly basis, like bare minimum spending goal, you know, to pay the bills, to buy groceries, we need to have $10,000 coming in after tax every month. The reason that this is so important to know, and it's going to change over time, but the reason that it's important to know is twofold. Number one, I was actually just having this conversation with a client the other day, and she was like, we're fine. I know logically we're fine. I feel like we're fine financially, but I still feel scarcity around spending money in my business around making investments, around hiring and growth, because I'm afraid that I'm not going to have enough money to, you know, keep paying for all the things I need for my kids. And this is valid. 
So as we design the things you're doing in your business, as we design your overall wealth strategy, I want to make sure that we have a plan, a very clear plan of how are we going to make sure that you are paying the bills every single month so you don't have to stress about it. And then two, the second thing that this number tells me is it helps us figure out how much you need to accumulate in total wealth. Because I've said this in the last couple episodes in this series, but the total amount of money that you have invested isn't really the goal. The goal is the cash flow that that money produces every month. So we want to figure out like how much cash flow do you need every month to generate in passive income so that you can replace your full income from your business and never have to work again if you choose not to. Having this coming in just gives you a whole new level of freedom, but you need to, number one, figure out how much do you need, know the number, so that we can design your plans appropriately. The reason I want you to ask yourself this on a regular basis is because it can force you to go back and look at your spending on a monthly basis and say, oh, am I experiencing what people call lifestyle creep? Or am I spending more money than I want to on things that I don't even care about? So having that awareness of how much you're spending on a regular basis informs so, so many things. And I think it's just crucial. If you don't know how much you spend on a regular basis, I would encourage you to either sit down and like add up all the transactions in your bank account. Or if you don't want to do that, get a budget software. My favorite budget software is You Need a Budget, YNAB. It is sort of costly, but in my experience, it is the best budget software I've found. And put your stuff in there and start tracking your personal spending and you'll start to see trends over time. So there is question number two for your money date. How much do you need? Question number three, it's not really a question. Item number three, I guess, is to take an inventory of your current financial situation. So there are apps that you can do, you can use for this. The one that I like the best is called Empower. It used to be called Personal Capital. They have a free version. You can like connect all of your personal bank accounts and then you can also track things manually. Like I track the value, the estimated value of my business in there. And it will help you track your, not just your cash flow and spending, but your net worth over time. This app is in addition to a budget app because I don't think... It has great budgeting. I don't even know if it has budgeting. I don't use it if it does. Um, something like YNAB is a lot better for actual budgeting. So you can do that with an app or you can just do it manually. For a really long time, I had a spreadsheet that I just tracked month over month where I listed out all of my bank accounts and the balance at the end of the month. So in your money dates on a monthly basis, I want you to go through and look at your personal bank accounts and see how much do you have in there. So go through and list out all your accounts. And this is another great one, y'all, for those of you, if you have partners who manage all your finances, if you don't know where all your accounts are, there's about 18 million reasons why you need to know where all those accounts are. I won't go into it right now because I could get a little ranty. But take it an inventory of your accounts. Where are your accounts? How much money is in there? What is your net worth? So adding up all of your assets and subtracting out all of your debt. And you can track this over time. It's so satisfying to watch your net worth increase. And then I think also when you take an inventory, you can really look at, well, do we have too many bank accounts? Do we have five different checking accounts and like eight different credit cards? Can we consolidate some of these in a smart manner, obviously? Um, do we need another account? Like, do we not have a high yield savings? Maybe we need to go open one. So just having an inventory and seeing those balances tracked over time is super, super important. 
So that's number three, is to take an inventory of your current financial situation. And number four on the money date list is I want you to evaluate your money mindset. And so I'm going to ask you a couple of things I want you to consider. And these are things I would always do on at least a monthly basis, if not more frequently. But we want to be evaluating your mindset and asking if it's actually serving you or not. And just honestly, for mindset stuff, becoming aware of it, building the habit of recognizing when you have certain thoughts or feelings popping up is a great first step toward changing your mindset. Okay, so some of the things you can think about when it comes to money mindset is looking for evidence of positive things that have happened. So asking yourself, what's working? You know, am I making consistent money in my business? Did I make have a really good sales month? Or did something hard happen this month and I was able to overcome it? So look for ev evidence of positive things. This is what people would say is like a gratitude practice, right? Like look for positive things because we want to make sure that we are focusing more on the positive because where we give that energy is what we're going to bring in more of. So it also helps you, I think, if you have sort of an anxious money type. So if you feel a lot of anxiety about money, I think constantly kind of feeling scarcity, right? Like I'm afraid I'm going to fail. I'm afraid the money is going to run out. Then it, I think it can be helpful to give your brain evidence that you have been successful with money in the past. And if you need one positive thing, one positive thing you can put on your list is you are listening to this podcast about money stuff. Positive thing number two is you were intentional about taking time to sit down for a money date. So there's two things you can put on your list right off the bat. Where are you operating in scarcity? This could be in your business or in your personal life. Where are you approaching things out of fear of failure, out of, you know, thinking that the money is going to run out? And take the time to really dig in and think about what is causing me to think and act this way. Are these things true? Can I turn this around to be more neutral and so I can address this situation from a more neutral place instead of a place of scarcity? Next question is where can you upgrade to more embody the millionaire that you are on track to be? So is there something that you can upgrade in your mindset or in your actions to make you feel like you are living more in line with the life that you want in the future. This could be some examples of things that I have done. I was eating out for lunch like four days out of five every week and it wasn't super healthy. And millionaire Sarah is healthy and eats well. And so I decided I was going to take that money and put it towards a meal prep service. And so I pick up healthy meals once a week and I don't even have to think about lunch anymore. And I'm eating healthy and I'm not really spending any more money. It could be going to a spa day or getting a massage. It could be something as simple as taking a luxuriously long walk or getting a nice cup of coffee and reading a book at a coffee shop. Upgrade your mindset there and start to think about simple, small ways that you can start acting like the millionaire version of yourself. And you're going to start getting a taste of what that feels like. And you're going to want more and more of it. And you're going to start... As you embody that person, you will start to see more positive things happen. And then the last question is, where can you get support? So where in your money, in your business, in your personal finances, where do you most need the support? So thinking back to the six different areas of the wealth pillar that I cover in the incubator. So 
your million dollar wealth map, wealth accumulation, financial position tracking and accountability, risk management, tax hacking, and your exit strategy, thinking about where do I most need support here in the form of learning, in the form of having somebody just do it for you, or in the form of having a maybe a consult or really anywhere, how can you get support to help move yourself forward? Okay, so that is number four for your money date is addressing your money mindset on a regular basis because that is just going to be crucial to actually helping you achieve your money goals. Okay, so to summarize, the antidote to overwhelm when it comes to money stuff, the antidote to having self-doubt is to start taking small, small steps. So set a date to have a money date with your partner hopefully, or if you need to just do it on, on your own first before you bring your partner in, that is also fine, but set a date. Go somewhere fun. Go somewhere where you can be distraction-free. Maybe get that fancy coffee, go for a walk, and answer those four questions or do the four different things that I told you to do in your money date. What's your money for? How much do you need? Take an inventory and then address your mindset. Sit down and do those four things on a regular basis. You will keep building on yourself over time. So don't feel bad if you sit down to do one money date and you only get through one question. That's fine. Come back to the next one and work on the second question. All right. Just start taking those small steps. And I promise you in six months or in 12 months, you will be so much farther ahead than you where you are sitting here today. Okay. So if the support that you need is in having a mentor who has built a service-based business, who was acquiring another business and has built a seven-figure net worth. As a mom, as a wife, I'm talking about myself, if you haven't figured that out yet, if you need support from a mentor like that, then please go apply for the Millionaire CEO Incubator. I would love to chat and learn more about you and see how I can help you make more money in your business and then start building seven-figure wealth as an entrepreneur. All right, so that is it for part three of the Millionaire CEO series. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you back next week for part four. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Now, I want you to go take some action. What's one thing you can do this week to create more profit in your business? Send me a DM on Instagram at youngcocfo and share your action item with me. If you have a question or topic you'd like me to dive into, or if you're feeling empowered about taking charge of your finances, let's continue the conversation. Go to profitandprosper.co to submit a question or topic for me to talk about on the show. And because we all profit and prosper better with friends, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe wherever you listen, and share the episode. Make sure you tag me at YoungCoCFO on Instagram so I can give you some love and I'll see you in the next episode.